Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you today to hear from a a longtime friend, Nancy Wallace. And Nancy and I have known each other in Austin, and she's going to tell you a little bit about that and what her work and life has involved. But she is so delightful, and you're going to love our conversation. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Barbara. I'm excited to be here. Oh, yeah. This is so fun. It's just, it makes me happy just to see you and just, I appreciate just so many things about you. And so I'm glad that we can unpack that a little bit on this episode. Well, why don't we start and I would love for you to introduce yourself, who you are, where you live and what you do. Okay. Well, I'm Nancy Wallace. I live in Austin, Texas, and currently I work with Creative One Media, which is the part of crew that yeah, the overseas videographers and graphic designers. My husband is, yeah, is the head of it. And when I was thinking of a career change, he already had a job he wanted to fill. So I didn't get it just because I was his wife, but um, <laughs> but, that but, it, but it fit me really well. He had to get buy-in from the other people, but I had known them and um, yeah, they thought it would be a good fit for me. So that was that was encouraging. It's it's been humbling because there's um, even though there's things that carry over from my other role, um, there's a lot of new things to learn too. So anyway, but I'm yeah I'm glad I am where I am now. Oh, that's exciting. Well, it's it's so encouraging to um, just to know like just in our older stages of life, just that just to see you and just you just jumping off and trying something some, so different in what you're doing. So I'm excited to see even how that relates to your strengths and who you are and just how you're taking things to a new level. Oh. Well, um, <laughs> well, thanks, I mean, Barbara. I don't even know, I don't even know all the details, but I know that you're just bringing so much joy and positivity to just the things that y'all do with the creative group. Oh, well, well um, thank you. It's just- Sometimes I just have to stop and think about it and go, Lord, how how did I end up here doing this? I love it, but I never would have dreamed, you know, of a lot of things that I've done in following him. But yeah, this life is an adventure when you follow Jesus. So you're never too old. It really is. Well, um, I just think about, I don't, I don't remember exactly when we met, but I guess it was maybe when you moved to Austin and I would see you in the office, we were both working in the crew office. And one of the things I remember is, I think it relates to your strengths, but just seeing you busy at your computer. And sometimes you were like um, looking at lots of cool different blogs. So it's kind of like when blogging was just starting. And I think just your input strength was one of those things, but, but especially over the years, I've loved just have we connected a little bit more in the creative group that 
that you started and I'm a part of, and we'll talk a little bit more about that too. But why don't you just start with, well, what's what's your take on just how we met? Well, yeah, I can't remember, Barbara. I think it must have been in the office, but then I feel like I knew you even before that, but I don't know how that would have been. But I remember you, yeah, pretty soon after I moved to Austin, you asked me to help with the women's conference. Oh, yeah. With with Ambiance. And I thought, well, that's really fun. So, yeah, I remember, I think that's when we first started to get to know each other better. That was so amazing. And you made that beautiful, um, what was it that we hung up from the ceiling at the in the room some was it it wasn't balloons it was something else but a beautiful display yeah, it of was something paper paper lanterns and kind of fans <laughs> and i remember when we had to move rooms and one of the women i guess that was in charge of another part of the conference she's like just you know don't you don't have to move that thing and i was like <laughs> no that is like that's that the key part of the piece audience. And, and I remember you understood it. And so you encouraged me there because I was like, oh, we have to move it, you know. So anyway, that was good. Yeah, that's great. Well, I would love for you to start with just telling what your top five strengths are and just a little bit about how you learned about them and what you've been learning about them over the years. Okay. Well, my top five strengths are empathy, positivity, connectedness, input and maximizer. And I first learned about my strengths when I was with the high school ministry and I went to a leadership conference. And I think it was when crew was just first starting to use StrengthsFinder. And so we were required to take the assessment before we came. And I just remember being kind of afraid, like, oh no, what am I going to learn about myself? And um, but anyway, I took it. And then when I got the results, I was like, oh, my goodness, this this tells me things about myself that I've never learned from another assessment. And and, and not that StrengthsFinder has tells you everything about yourself that there is to know, but it's just so accessible and it's it's positive. And so. And my results resonated with me. So I was like, oh, this makes some things make sense, you know, some of the things, the ways I think or things I like to do. And so that's how I first got started. Mm -hmm. And then I, um, you could sign up for a free consultation with someone in crew who really knew a lot about strength finders. So I did that and just got a little more input, you know, from him. And one thing he said was, you know, with your positivity, you really need to protect that because if you're around too much negativity, that's just going to snuff that out. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I understand that. And then I think with Maximizer and some of the other things, he just said, well, one thing you would probably enjoy doing is mentoring young women. And so, yeah. So anyway, that was fun, fun to learn. Mm. And it was something I had already desired to do. So. Mm. Well, and then you got certified with Gallup. Tell me about that and what what that's how that's enhanced just your strength finder knowledge and expertise. Yeah, well, after after doing the strength finder assessment, I was just like learning about other people's strengths and 
you know, I just thought it would be so great to use this widely in our ministry. I mean, what a difference it would make, you know, to have a, a culture of growth and encouragement. And I mean, not that there wasn't that. I mean, probably in some places there weren't, but I just thought it was so helpful. So I started looking into getting certified, but it was super expensive. And so I was like, ah, oh, bummer. But then I don't know, after some time had passed, I found out about the faith-based training and it's the same training, but it's for, you know, a cheaper price. And the thing with the thing about it, though, is that um, you can't ever do it to make any money. And I wasn't planning on using StrengthsFinder to make money. So, yeah, I went and got trained and with a lot of other people and yeah, started using it in ministry and yeah, it was really helpful. So mm. I've done it with teams, individuals. And yeah, I think it's help it's helpful for a healthy team and for people to realize that to be known and valued. Well, I remember, I guess right after you had gotten your training, I kind of heard that and you were needing to practice on a few people, the things that you learned. And I'm like, pick me, pick me. And <laughs> that was kind of, kind of the beginning for me to, to kind of look at my strengths a little more. Cause I had done it at a conference too, just like you, but I didn't, I didn't really do much about it. But when we got together, I think maybe three times and that was just so helpful. And I think that's when I, you, you said like, pick one that you really want to work on to, I mean, we talked about all of them, but that was the uh-huh. the time when I thought, okay, I want to look at what it means to develop my empathy strength. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I had felt like empathy was like, oh, I'm a crybaby or I'm real softy. I, you know, tear up at movies or commercials all the time. And and maybe not seeing the value of it, even though I kind of knew it a little bit. But I think just you helped me to start to shift that and even see what what could I do to actually develop that? Because like God is. With, yeah, I mean, it was it was like the I kind of really had a radar to like, what can I do to develop it? And then I started a tear journal because I had heard this quote from somebody that said, tears are the biggest window to our soul. If we pay attention to them. God will take us where he wants us to go if we're brave enough to go there. And oh, I thought, wow. I thought, I want to pay attention to my tears so I can notice your tears more and be a little more productive with my empathy. So anyway, you were the catalyst for me in starting to think about that. And then Aww. obviously well, got that's more training too. Yeah. Yeah, that's encouraging. Yeah, I had to do a certain number of strengths interviews in order to get officially certified. And um, so I was glad that, yeah, you volunteered to be one of my interviewees. Yeah. And I do remember you mentioning the tear journal. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I need to pull it back out. I haven't kept up with it, but I do think about just the idea of, yeah, just being attentive and, and seeing the value of my tear or kind of like, like for me, it helped me notice like what's really going on or the, the longings of my heart or whatever would bring the tears to to the surface. So anyway, I 
know that you have done just a lot of different work over the years and have there been, I mean, you kind of mentioned you have a new role now, but have you seen different things in particular in your different roles that, where you've really been energized that maybe those were specific things that were using your strengths, or maybe they were things that were draining for you in your role or if your creative role, like what in particular makes you happy about what you get to do now? Oh, okay. Well, that'll be fun to think about. Yeah, I was with the high school ministry for a long time, being field staff. And and then when we were raising our daughter, I wasn't as active. And then once she was about to graduate from high school, I had just realized by then that being a full-time field person or even a part-time field person just wasn't a good fit for me. And so I wanted to leave staff because I thought, okay, so our daughter's going to be gone. I've tried different things, even while, you know, being a mom to her also. But I wanted to leave. And so I told Chuck, I said, why do you get to do what you're good at? And I don't get to do what I'm good at. I just want to leave. And he said, well, if you leave. And so I'm like, that was before crew changed their policy. But soon after that, just kind of fell into the HR world. Chuck had, in an emergency, become the HR director for um, the high school ministry. And he was like a office ops director, and he was something else, conference director. And now he was the HR director. And he just said, Nancy, if you want me to survive, you've got to help me. So I went, okay. You know, because I, of course, I wanted him to survive. And so I didn't even know how to turn on a computer. Okay, remember, this was many years ago. But they <laughs> gave me, they gave me an application to evaluate. And I, I was like, oh, I wonder how I do this. But anyway, I just realized, like, doing the kind of work that helped support our staff was really satisfying to me because I wanted them to thrive. I wanted there to be a healthy culture. You know, I love people. Yeah. And so anyway, I discovered kind of my my niche in a way. And um, and then later when I joined Bridges, I even got to do more of. Um, yeah, what I thought I was good at. I mean, just relating to people, leading women, helping to create a healthy culture, mentoring people. Yeah. And so then I just. Toward the end of my role, I just realized my role with Bridges, I was the HR director. They don't call it HR. They call it PNC, which is people and culture. But most people don't know what that means. But I just realized I was handling so many difficult situations that it was really draining me a lot. But I hadn't wanted to leave until I had someone kind of in place to take my place. And I had started co-leading with with another person about a year and a half before I left. And so I thought, you know, I've just, my positivity is about to be gone. I feel like I'm just kind of on a treadmill and not really moving anything positive mm -hmm. forward. But I loved, I loved Bridges. I loved my team. I loved aspects of the job, but the, the hard parts were really starting to yeah, be wearing on me. So anyway, when I found out about this job with Creative One, I was like, wow, that really seems to 
play to my strengths. I get to develop a, you know, a system, a program to help the creative one staff develop professionally, spiritually, personally. I get to be a project manager, but I get to be it for entities that I've worked with before, like Bridges. So I'm project manager for Bridges Projects and then for the national um, campus HR team. So I still get to connect with people, but just in a different way. I'm, yeah, I'm getting to do some projects and things that I didn't have time for in my previous role. And so Mm -hmm. I've loved it. Mm, That's really neat. I know it's, even as you're sharing just these different phases of your life in ministry, it's easy to think, oh yeah, I see that. I see that because I've watched a little bit of it with you, but, but I think stepping back and realizing, you know, just that God had been directing you in these different roles. And I don't know, I think about people of all ages, you know, they're trying to think, what kind of job should I do? Or this one isn't working or I don't know. I know there's no magic formula, but it does seem like as you've each different step that you've taken, just having this awareness of how you're wired, what you're good at. And like, I don't know, is that, do you feel like that's been kind of helped you pivot a little bit differently just because you think, okay, here's, here's what's working. Here's what's not working. Here's my strengths, what I offer, what I bring to the table. Yeah, I do. I do think it has. I mean, before, you know, I knew about my strengths, I guess intuitively, I kind of knew like this is not working um, in my after a few years on staff. But yeah, I didn't really know exactly what to do about it. But the Lord just kind of provided some opportunities. And so I don't I don't regret, you know, any of the staff years I've had because they've helped form my passions. They helped me. They've helped me know, hey, you know, what it's like to be on field staff, what it's like to work with international students. I've just had a lot of experience, which I feel like now I can bring into this new role that I have. And and I feel like although Strengths Finders doesn't tell you everything about yourself, I feel like it can tell you a lot about yourself. And so I feel like it's helping me to steward my life better because my life is not my own, it's God's, but I feel like he gives us wisdom and tools to help us walk with him along a certain path and know which which path he's leading you on. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I would love to hear more about our creative group that you started, what, 10 plus years ago, this creative yeah, group of ladies so. and just kind of what your vision was for it and just... It's been such a highlight for me, and I'd love for our listeners to hear just even how your strengths have. It's neat hearing about them show up in your your work and your calling, but it's it overflows to your friends and other people too. Oh. So, <laughs> well, thanks, Barbara. Yeah, when I moved, well, I've always been artistic, but I've never that's never been a main thing, you know, like. In any of the roles I've had, I've, I've been able to use those abilities, but, you know, that wasn't my main job. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so when I moved to Austin, there were a couple of women here who I'd known from my past. And I found out that they love to do creative things. And then they had friends who love to do creative things. 
So I don't exactly know, remember exactly my thoughts in forming the group, except that I thought if we could get together and, you know, and have this specific kind of group, because there's all kinds of groups you can be in, but I wasn't in any group that would encourage me in my creativity. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought if we could have this kind of group where we could encourage each other in our creativity, be accountable, grow in our skills, that would be awesome. So that that was the thought behind that. And so it was, you know, there was a few core people and then they invited friends. And so we've been, yeah, we've been together about 10, 10 years, even though, you know, we've lost some members through various things. We're still we're still going strong. And that's, that's been neat. And I've, Barbara, I've just been so encouraged about what you have done with this podcast. I mean, it's really encouraging to see the steps that you've taken and how, how you're so faithful to continue to interview people and post things. Cause I know you're busy with a lot of other things, but you also have stayed faithful to this. Oh, well, thank you. I've, I've really enjoyed it and I've, I've, it's been stretching. It's, I think even I mentioned on one of the other episodes when I talked about a little more about our group, but sometimes I think, oh, I'm not really making tangible, pretty things like a lot of y'all are in our group. And, um, but I appreciate your encouragement because it is a lot of creativity and even thinking about well, one, when I, you know, figured out the website, I mean, just all the different parts that you don't even think about that have creative touches to it. But I love just seeing the beauty and creativity in each of the people that I do get to interview. And I still have a big learning curve with other things related to podcasts, but thanks for your encouragement. I appreciate it. So, well, I would love to, I know a lot of times when I've posted different pictures about our creative group, people are like, what is that? And that looks so cool. And I know, like you say, it's just been fun to to be with each other. And one of the things I love about our group is just that we have made it a norm for bringing a show and tell and just to have some goals. But what what are some of the highlights you've enjoyed about our group over the years? Well, I know we have wanted to try to show what we do in public in some way. And so I think the first way we ever did that, and I can't, I can't remember, Barbara, if you were part of the group at this time, so forgive me, but we had, we had like a a Christmas show at one of our group members. Houses. Yeah, I was I was there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Sorry, I can't even remember who all was there because there's been some people yeah. that mm-hmm. have joined later. But um, but yeah, that that was super fun to to set up shop in her house and have people come and buy our stuff. And I think it about killed her. <laughs> yeah, that was so yeah. fun. Well, it, I it think was of, really fun. I think of the this beautiful blanket that. Carol had knit. She was she had made baby baby blankets and I got it for my granddaughter that was about to be born and we have some of her little newborn pictures on this bright colored fluffy blanket but I know for me again I feel like I'm like the the um the lame 
one in the group, but I, I had a little cookbook, spiral bound cookbook that I'd done. And I thought, well, that's about all I can offer for our little bazaar or whatever. And, but I did make some more copies of it and I, I changed the cover, which still is not, it's not like super professional, but that I feel like the group is what helped me spur me on to, to keep doing that. And so. Well, yeah. And I think too, I mean, you have a beautiful gift of hospitality and caring for people and loving people. And that's, that's an art and doing your podcast. So you're not a lame member at all, Barbara. Oh, well, thanks. Well, it is, it is interesting. I remember one of the first times y'all came over and I served dinner and remember, um, Karen, who they had a restaurant, family restaurant. And she's, she just acknowledged that of like, wow, people just don't have people over for dinner. And I don't know, it was just very affirming because it's like, oh yeah, I, I do that easily. And I like to do that. But just, I think when you, you get that input from somebody that like has their own restaurant, a big, yeah. big time restaurant, I was like, okay, thanks. I'll take that. So. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I just, I appreciate just your leadership and keeping us on track and helping us think, okay, what are our goals? And yeah, so maybe somebody out there might have a creative bent and they might want to start a little group like ours. So I appreciate just your leadership in that. Oh, well, you're welcome. It, it, it's been a pleasure. I mean, yeah, because I desperately need that kind of community also. And so it's been really special to have journeyed these years together and having that retreat together um, last spring was really fun too. And we even yeah. made bracelets and you even painted a little picture and I yeah, did. it was real special. <laughs> that was really fun. Well, um, when, you know, the, the name of this podcast is Embrace Your Strengths. And really my hope is for people that listen to really um, just get a little more glimpse and inspiration of what it means to embrace who God made them. And hopefully maybe using, knowing their top five strengths could help them in that. But what has that journey been like for you? I know you kind of mentioned it a little bit in your work, but is there anything else of like how embracing your strengths has been easy or hard or what kind of has shifted for you as you hopefully feel like you can embrace your strengths at this point? Yeah, I think, I mean, like I said before, like knowing your strengths isn't like, you know, yourself 100%, but I feel like it's a big piece of the puzzle and it helps you really appreciate how God has made you. And how God has made other people, you know, and to value them because we're we're all different. I mean, there's hardly anyone, I can't even remember the statistics, that have the same top five themes or strengths mm -hmm. in the same order. And um, yeah, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And so I think, well, like Maximizer has been very helpful because Maximizers want to work on what they think they're good at and just, mm -hmm. you know, not mess with the rest. So like, I know I will never be a great Excel spreadsheet person. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but, you know, I need to know how to do that 
at least to a minimum level, you know, because, you know, those are part of. You have a real job. A job. Yeah. <laughs> those are a part of the job, you know, and different things. But but because I'm a maximizer and I want to do things with excellence, too, and I have empathy and positivity and, you know, want to treat people well, I feel like, you know, knowing the basic skills that I need to know in my job, even if they're not my I'll never be an expert at them. And I'm fine with that. I, it just motivates me to want to learn that and learn those things. And you know, it helps me when I think about opportunities I'm offered. I'm like, because we're finite, we can't take advantage of every opportunity. But I'm like, okay, is this something that I feel like the Lord's calling me to do? Is it in my strength area where I can really make a contribution. I mean, I have accepted some things that haven't been in my strength area, but not for the long term. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, again, I just feel like it helps me be a, a good steward of my life. And I want to help maximize people for the glory of God, you know, other people. I look for opportunities to do that. And maximizers mm. notice other people's strengths. And so I'm fascinated with other people's strengths. And I know you notice yeah. them too, Barbara. And um, so, yeah, that's really been a fun part of my role also. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a language and a, a tool, hopefully, for all of us to, like you say, just to see people more, appreciate people that we're around, but also understand how great we are and that, like, <laughs> Maybe everybody doesn't share all their hard things with people, but I bet you have people share those kind of things with you a lot. And I do too, because we both have empathy. So, yeah. And I think too, just thinking about, you know, knowing your strengths, I mean, your character underlies your strengths. So you can either use them productively or not productively. And so like, you know, every, for every strength, I mean, you're, your strengths can have a weakness also. So just, you know, knowing that walking with God and surrendering your strengths to him and letting him yeah, guide you into how to use them productively has been really helpful too. Because I feel mm-hmm. like character is a huge part of whatever, whatever we learn about ourselves and whatever we do with what we learn about ourselves. This has been just so fun just to chat with you. I know we, we love connecting as we meet with our group, but I love taking a little deeper dive about this topic because it's one I think about all the time. But one last question I have for you is what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Okay. So I think what's brought me joy lately is, yeah, I coach a few of the people on our team. And so just seeing them, take steps of growth, you know, trusting God and taking steps, you know, to become even more, um, yeah, even more um, effective in their role or taking steps of faith to grow in their relationship with the Lord. That's been, I always love seeing that. And um, let's see, Barbara, that, that is a good question. I was the program director for our conference. And even though that was a hard job, I mean, it involved a lot. I got to work with a team and I felt like we were really able to work together well. And each person kind of had their strength area. And so I love seeing how 
you know, we work together in that way to, um, yeah, to have a conference that was fun and helpful and God honoring. So that, that brought, brought joy to me too. Well, Nancy, thank you so much. This has been so fun and I appreciate just all your insights and it's just encouraging to um, think about you and your journey and just, um, yeah, how you're being all that God wants you to be and taking new steps of faith and just new territory. So thanks so much. Well, you're welcome, Barbara. It's been an honor. Keep up the good work. I want to go back and listen. I haven't been able to listen to all your podcasts, so I want to be able to go back and do that and learn from the other people that you've interviewed. Well, I, I always say this is my new favorite one. I mean, I love every one of the episodes, so I'll, I'll look and find a few that would might, that you might like, especially that might have some of your strengths. Okay. Or even different ones too. I always love learning about different strengths too. Well, thanks a lot, Barbara. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. C-U-L-W-E-L-L dot com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.